Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. We're caught in a trap. The King, Elvis Presley, great song, Suspicious Minds, for the King, a man, him and Giuliani, two best politicians I've ever known in 56 years, congressman out of Long Island, all those four decades, Homeland Security, the great Peter King. Peter, good Wednesday morning, buddy. How are you? It was good talking to you, but I, I got to get something off my chest right now. You're going to get an angry call today from our mutual friend, Melissa. Rosemary and I were out with her last night, and she unloaded on me because you have not set up that meeting with Joseph Abood yet. You promised weeks ago. That's true. We gave you a lift home. We went out true. of our way. That's true. We got jewelers to give you, and you have not delivered. <laughs> you started with me. I said, knock it off. Paul said, he's your friend. I have nothing to do with either one of you anymore. You're right. No, you worked this out with Joseph Abood. You're right. Uh, but it's really Abood who's fumbled the football here. He's on his spiner. Yeah, I'm going to blame it on him. But you're right. All right. I owe Melissa an apology. So when I get the angry phone call, I'm going to right away just apologize. Like I do with Danielle, Pete. That's a no-win situation. You know that. <laughs> Absolutely. You got it. And by the way, those interviews with Ray Kelly and Bill Bratton, wow, they were two giants. They, uh, I'm proud to be a friend of both of them. And they were, that, you know, they were the golden years of New York. Now we unfortunately have to look back on it. Rather than enjoy it right now, but well, they they were great commissioners, outstanding. No, they were, and uh, the good men. Uh, I, for me personally, I favor Kelly a little more than Bill, but they were both uh, tremendous. And that brings us to now. Look, I befriended Eric Adams. Not long after that, you you befriended Eric Adams, and uh, I'm still. I haven't left him. You know, we we talked. I think uh, nine of the last eleven days. I swear to God, that's a true stat. But the truth is, I'm very critical these days. I'm not happy with what I'm seeing. And I've noticed you, Pete King, as of late, have been pretty critical, too. So while we're commending Bill Bratton and Ray Kelly, I'm not sure Sid and Peter are all that high these days on the mayor. No, really not. And again, I like you, I think he intends to do the right thing, but that's not enough. I mean, good intentions, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You have to deliver. And you can't be, as you say, you uh, Siding with Sharpton, siding with Bragg. Either you're with the cops or you're not. Either you're with the law-abiding people like uh, a Penny on on the uh, subway who did what every New Yorker should do. And, you know, don't be somehow accused him of being a racist. Don't use the race card so often. Just directly go at the issue. The issue is we got to stop crime. we got to go after the bad guys. You have to lock them up. And you have to take on the the governor, take on the city council, take on the president. No matter who it is, you gotta you gotta fight for what you believe in. Ray Kelly and Bill Bratton, they fought no matter what, and they fought hard, and they got people on their side, and that's what we have to do. Because right now, uh, the city is getting worse every day. Now, I, I had not known that about Bo Deedle's son. My God, that is terrible. Yeah. I see that every day in the city. You're walking down the street. Yep. It's a life of people on bikes, and forget. You know, besides that, you have the rapists, you have the murderers, you have the slashers, you have everything else. So no, it's really 
the cops have to be given their power back, have to be given authority back, and we have to knock off the talk where everything is a, you know, some kind of a race issue. I mean, everything is. And you get the homeless, and you get these uh, these migrants coming in by the thousands, sleeping on the streets. I mean, when did we become a third-world country? Eric Adams yells, we're not going to be a tent city. Eric, we've got tents right by my house in beautiful Bell Harbor. There's tents already, and we've got people sleeping on the streets outside the Roosevelt Hotel. What am I missing, Pete? Yeah, you know, last week I took my grandson over to uh, Chaz Palminteri's restaurant for his birthday, and I didn't realize how bad it was. And somehow we ended up near the Roosevelt Hotel. And that was actually about 10 days ago. It's even worse now. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I thought I was like, you know, watching a movie about San Francisco where we, you know, the last couple of years we've been looking at them and saying, my God, isn't that terrible? Now it's here in New York. It's right there. And the Roosevelt Hotel, right next to Grand Central Station. I mean, this is, this is insane. Absolutely insane. And I don't see the end in sight. I don't know what we're going to do with that because they're going to keep coming in. Biden's going to keep the border open. They're going to keep getting bust up here. And I blame Biden. But I also blame uh, Eric Adams, who made a big deal of greeting these people, having, you know, welcoming parties at the Port Authority bus terminal, give these people gifts when they arrive off, uh, uh, when they get off the bus, and praising the fact that we're a sanctuary city. You can't have it both ways. So you got you to gotta be a hard ass. You got to be tough. You got to do what has to be done and damn the consequences. You are so right. That sanctuary city stuff as well. Even Bill Maher talked about that a couple of days ago. So joining me next after you, Peter, is a guy named Robert Macedonio. For people that don't know, he happens to be the attorney for Asa Ellerup, right. who was a lady that uh, until recently she just uh, filed for divorce, was married to the alleged Gilgo murderer Rex Hureman. And I had Pat Ryder on last week. We both love Pat. He's a great police commissioner. We're talking about Bratton and Kelly. So is Ryder. Yeah, and he admitted Pat's that. Right. that great. Yes. And he admitted they're giving tickets out in Nassau County for people that are gawkers stopping by the house. And I got to tell you, some of the people that you know and love thought that was almost communist. Like, what do you mean you're giving people tickets for looking at the house? But he wants to make sure the quality of life is still okay for the other residents in Nassau County. So you tell me, Nassau County guy, is it getting back to normal or still crazy? No, it's getting back to normal. But that area in there, Mesquica Park, that was the that was like the uh, you know, the Bell Harbor of Nassau County. I mean, that is. This is 28 years that I was in Congress. I represented Mesquica Park. Some of the other areas switched around, but I had Mesquica Park the whole 28 years. I got, there was no complaints coming out of there. There was no crime coming out of there. That is the safest, most uh, down-to-earth. Again, it's like Bell Harbor. It's that type of thing. American flags. They have the best Fourth of July parade ever. They have Memorial Day parades. They have everything. Great Little Leagues. Everything you want in a community. And now to have suddenly, uh, the closest I got, I drove once uh, a few weeks ago, about four blocks, I was like four blocks away. And all we saw was people. It looked like the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade. People wow. lined up, people trying to get in. <laughs> it's terrible. These are good people that are there. And, you know, first of all, just the thought that you had a mass murderer living in your midst all <laughs> these years. And you had kids you're walking by and young girls walking by, how dangerous it could have been. And now to realize that that's like, you know, the Amityville horror. I mean, people... Gawkers come by. So, listen, Pat is certainly going in, in the right direction. The extent Pat can keep that area not safe, it's always going to be safe, but to keep, you know, to get it back to normal, he will do it. And he's, again, he's an outstanding, outstanding police commissioner, uh, strong, tough, but compassionate at the same time. In fact, I was uh, with his brother last night at an event. Great family, 
great, great people. Yeah. I like them all. I like Ryder. I like Ann Donnelly, the DA. I like Bruce Blakeman, the executive. And the same on the Suffolk side. I like Rodney Harrison, the police chief. I like Ray Tierney, the DA. I like all those folks out on Long Island. I love your, your guy, D'Esposito, except for one, Santos. So I'm not sure if you heard Mike Saproconi on this show, Peter. I had him on last week. He's a retired detective. Yep. He's, you heard him? He's running, he's one of the guys running against Santos, uh, coming up in the fall. What are your thoughts on him and, and the whole effort to get rid of George Santos in your neighborhood? Well, we have to get rid of Santos. Well, Santos represents Manspeaker Park right now. Just yes. so you know. Yes. He's a congressman. Uh, in fact, I was with Mike last night. We had an uh, 86th birthday party for Al D'Amato out of the uh, uh, Ohiki Castle. And we were there. And, uh, you know, Mike is very enthused about it. He, he, if, he, if he runs, he'll be a very strong candidate. He's a career uh, law enforcement as a very big security business. His wife is a uh, judge in uh, Nassau County. Now, Mike is the salt of the earth. He was uh, actually head of the, uh, the school board in Seaford, Iowa, before he moved. He's a very dedicated guy. Uh, he was a top cop. Uh, actually, he worked with Bill Bratton. When we had an event on, uh, in Nassau County a few years ago where Bill Bratton was the guest speaker, and Mike conducted the whole thing, interviewing him, and it was, it was great. Now, Mike, if, if Mike is a candidate, he will be a very, very strong candidate. And we, first of all, Santos has to go. He's going to go. We also have to keep that seat in Republican hands because the Republican majority in Congress is due to New York. I mean, a lot of these guys from the South, from Alabama, Mississippi, they have a hard time accepting that. The fact is that, you know, it was New York that delivered. It was Long Island that delivered. I mean, to, for Gabarino to win, for uh, 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 Lolota to win, for D'Esposito to win. Unfortunately, Santos also won. But, I mean, it was, it was New York and Long Island. That gave Kevin McCarthy his majority yep. in Congress. We have to we have to keep that seat. I, I, I think Mike will be an outstanding candidate. Yeah, four of them. So 60 seconds to go, Pete. You were one of the guys, and I'm okay with it. I love you. You're entitled. You know, you love Trump. You voted for Trump twice. You love his policies. But uh, you and Bo and others using the word, uh, which I completely disagree with, unelectable, uh, he's going to win. Uh, he's up like 44 points. There is no logical reason to believe DeSantis will even mount a threat, let alone win. So have you come around to the fact that Trump is going to win the primary, and at that point, he better win the presidency? Yes or no? Right now, he's a favorite. I'm not certain he's going to, uh, it's going to last all the way through the primaries. He's having said that, let me say this. I disagreed with Donald Trump totally on uh, January 6th. It was an abdication of responsibility. But this indictment against him is wrong. It's a threat to free speech. And uh, there's, he's not even being indicted for, for inciting a riot. It's for, but they say spreading lies. Well. Yeah, that, that's campaigning. That's what it's all about, is what's a lie, what's not. You can get Kennedy on lying. You can get everyone. You want to call a lie, if you want to call every misstatement. And I think I agree with Judge Sacopina. Donald Trump is convinced he won the election, and uh, you have to show that he doesn't believe you won the election to get a conviction. Here. To me, it's an abuse of power. It's damaging to the country. And uh, no matter what I think about overall what he did on January 6th, the fact is it was not criminal behavior on his part. And this is a terrible abuse of power by the Justice Department. And again, you know, they look the other way on Joe Biden, and they look every way when it comes to trying to get something on Trump. And this, when you get cut through it all, this is these are also political lies now being used against Donald Trump. The same thing they were indicting him for. Well said. You couldn't say it better than that. I agree with you about January 6th, too. I thought he did not do a very good job that day either, but certainly nothing illegal. Joseph Abu checks in. He says, you just threw me under the bus, you bastard. And I did. I did throw him under the bus. And oh, by the way, just so you know, yeah. there's, uh, Melissa I like, Abu I like, you I got question marks. <laughs> <You know. laughs> 
<laughs> well, that's okay, because I still love you, King. I think you're the best. I love you. <laughs> Thank you for hopping on. Another great appearance today. Okay, We're talking. All right, buddy. Take care. There he is, the great congressman. Really good man. That's a good man. Peter King here every Wednesday. We'll uh, take a break. We'll get known through the news. When we get back, our next guest actually represents the alleged Gilgo killer's wife. Keep it right here, folks. It gets more interesting by the minute.